Today's sponsor is Datadog, a real-time monitoring platform that unifies metrics, logs, and distributed traces from your cloud containers and orchestration software. Datadog's container-centric monitoring features allow you to track the health and performance of your dynamic container environment. The container map provides a bird's-eye view of your container fleet, and the live container view searches, groups, and filters your containers with any criteria, like tags, pods, or workspaces. To start monitoring your container clusters, sign up for a free trial today, and Datadog will send you a free t-shirt. Visit datadog.com slash container dash cloudcast to get started. That's datadog.com slash container dash cloudcast. Cloudcast Media presents from the massive studios in Raleigh, North Carolina. This is the Cloudcast with Aaron Delb and Brian Gracely, bringing you the best of cloud computing from around the world. Good morning, good evening, wherever you are. Welcome back to the Cloudcast. We are coming to you live from the massive Cloudcast studios here in Raleigh, North Carolina. Hope everybody is doing well as we move into June of 2022, the year almost halfway done. Uh, it's starting to heat up here, especially in North Carolina, but uh, hope everybody's doing well. Sunday Perspective Show, good to be back doing a Sunday Perspective. It's been a little while. Um, you know, you, you know, I was doing them so consistently, and then we, you know, like we said, we, uh, we've been trying to, to get uh, some of our backlog out to you, and the feedback has been very, very good. Uh, show numbers have been up quite a bit. So, uh, like we said, we 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 thought the backlog was a very, very good set of shows, and we wanted to get them out to you faster than we had planned to. But uh, yeah, it does take away from some of the Sunday perspectives. I know we've gotten some good feedback from folks on those shows, and uh, these are always fun to do. So it's good to be doing a, a Sunday perspective show. I thought what I would talk about today is, you know, there there seems to be a certain amount of uncertainty in the market, and whether that's you know economic uncertainty, or you know we've seen some layoffs at companies, we're seeing some interesting uh, you know acquisitions and stuff happening, and you know obviously one of the things that happens anytime there's there's uncertainty in our industry as opposed to uh, you know kind of high growth where everything just feels like ah oh, it's great and everybody's doing well and people are moving around and and uh, you know there's lots of new technologies is you know you start looking around going okay. Am I in the right spot? Am I doing the right thing? Um, you know, and and if I'm not, uh, you know, who can I get some guidance from? And so, what I thought I would do in today's show, from a Sunday perspective, is really kind of look at two things. One, um, if you are looking to find somebody to be a mentor, um, and I've I've seen a number of people kind of reaching out, um, you know, looking for mentors. Hey, you know, how can I do this and so forth? So, I want to spend a little bit of the the second half of the show on on you know how do you go about trying to find a mentor? What are some of the the do's and don'ts, if you will, uh, some suggestions and, and things that might make you more successful? And then if you end up getting reached out to somebody reaches out to you to be a mentor, so you know I want to sort of take the first half of the second half of the show and do, you know, how to, how to go about finding a mentor. And then the second half of it will be, um, you know, how to, how to be a mentor or just some suggestions around that. So anyways, we're going to go ahead and get to that right after the break. Still using SSH keys, RDP logins, and database credentials. It's time to access your infrastructure. Like it's no longer 1999. Strong DM is the only modern infrastructure access platform. It creates a seamless, secure, and observable air gap between your staff and the critical infrastructure that powers your company. Instantly revoke access to every database, Kubernetes cluster, or server with a click. Automatically log every query, SSH, and cube control command to know who did what, when, and where across your stack. Eliminate credentials from end-user workflows to deploy access that's zero trust and least privilege by default. Trust it by your peers at Peloton, SoFi, 
Yext, and Chime. StrongDM is the only way to deploy secure access controls in a way folks love to use. But who believes in ad? Check it out for yourself with a no BS demo. Sign up at www.strongdm.com slash get dash a dash demo. Today's show is sponsored by Ravello. Having a hard time hiring engineers? Ravello lets you sidestep the competitive U.S. talent market by helping you hire skilled remote engineers in Latin America. They provide full-time senior engineers with five-plus years of experience who are embedded in your team like a normal hire. Ravello is an end-to-end solution that handles sourcing, vetting, hiring, payroll, and compliance. They also don't force you to pay for things you don't want, like a project manager. You can interview any engineer before deciding. All engineers are proficient in English and have high time zone alignment with U.S.-based teams. You don't have that painful 24-hour turnaround where you have a question for an engineer who is on the other side of the world. Check out Ravello today. Go to ravello.com slash cloudcast. Check it out. That's R-E-V-E-L-O dot com slash cloudcast. And we're back. And as I mentioned at the top of the show, we're going to sort of split this second half into you know, some do's and don'ts, some tips and tricks for uh, trying to find a mentor or, uh, you know, somebody who can, you know, kind of give you some guidance or a group of people that can give you some guidance, um, especially when there's some uncertainty in the market and, and you're just looking to, to get through it, right? You're trying to figure out what to do, what not to do. And then we'll spend the second half kind of um, some suggestions on if people approach you about being a mentor or maybe just some guidance or some uh, recommendations. I've, I've done a little bit of mentorship uh, with various people over the years. So I can give you some, uh, just some lessons learned, if you will. So let's start with, you know, you, uh, you know, most of the time this could be younger in your career, earlier in your career, but it's not unusual to, you know, at, at, at a later stage in your career when, when some things are changing, some things are going through some transitions, um, maybe you're going through some transitions, you're not exactly sure what you want to do, uh, you want to keep doing what you've been doing for a while, or do you want to try and do something different? Um, so, you know, you're, you're looking at and you're saying, okay, I want to try and find a mentor. And the, the first suggestion I would make is, is understand, are you trying to find a mentor or are you trying to find somebody to help you find a job? And both of those are perfectly valid things, right? There's times when, uh, you know, you're just saying, look, I, I got to find it. I got to find a different job for whatever reason. Maybe your company got acquired. You don't want to go to the other company. Maybe you, your group was let go. Maybe something happened. A family member got sick and you had to take some time away, whatever, you know, whatever is, is forcing you to do that perfectly fine. Right. But but understand there's a difference between reaching out to people and saying, hey, look, um, I'm looking for a job and I'm looking for or, or I'm looking for help in finding a job. And and you want to be straightforward with people in doing that. Um, it's a challenging thing to do. It can sometimes feel like an awkward thing to do, um, but there's nothing wrong with it. Right. You're basically saying, look, um, this is what I'm looking for. Uh, you know, I'm wondering if you can either you can help me directly if you reach out to somebody or, hey, do you know somebody who might be able to help me go down a path? Right. Um, so, but make sure when you're, you're kind of figuring this out, are you looking for a new job or are you looking, for, you know, a guidance on a job, whatever it might be, or are you looking for a mentor? Cause if you're looking for a mentor, typically what you're looking to do is you're either looking to, to grow in the job that you have. Uh, maybe you're looking to figure out, Hey, what do my next steps look like? What do my next job look like? Or what do two jobs from now look like? Or you may be looking for, Hey, I, I just took on a new role. Um, maybe you're in a little bit over your head and that's perfectly normal. Maybe you're, uh, in an environment that, um, is unusual to you. Maybe the, the way that your coworkers, uh, interact with each other, maybe the way the company culture is, 
and you're just looking to you know get some guidance because you're you're in a situation in which you say, look, I'm, I'm a little uncomfortable. What's going on? I'm not sure what's going on. I'm trying to do the right thing. Um, I'm looking for some guidance. So the first thing I typically uh, would say in that is, hopefully you've you're not kind of coming into the mentorship seeking uh, process kind of cold, if you will, right? One of the first things you really want to be doing at any given time in your career with any job is to sort of be in the community, be in, uh, you know, be be visible. Um, now that doesn't mean you have to be person speaking at all the events or you need to be, you know, on Twitter or whatever it means. It just means, um, you know, know where the people that are kind of in your, in your community, the people that do similar jobs that you do, or that you're trying to learn that space, that, that you're there, right? It, it might be a Slack channel. It might be a, you know, you're periodically answering questions on Stack Overflow. It might be that you attend the local meetup. It might be any of those things, right? You might follow people on, on Twitter, whatever it might be. You want people to not have you, you know, sort of perceive you having just completely come out of the woodwork, you know, like completely blind to them, right? They, they sort of want to know, oh, yeah, I've heard that name. I may not know that person, but I've heard that name. So, you know, you, you want to be doing that ahead of time. And, and that may not always be possible. You might be into a situation in which, uh, you know, you're coming into something new and you're not totally sure who's who. Um, but that's the first thing I would, I would tend to do is, is make sure that you know where the broader set of people are that do similar types of things to what you're looking to do. And again, it could be a regionality, a geography, it could be a type of job, it could be a type of industry, whatever it is. You you kind of just want to be out there and and be a name that's floating around so that when you do reach out to somebody, it's not completely, completely blind, right? The second thing you want to be doing is if you reach out to somebody as a mentor, you you want to kind of have a scope to it. Because obviously the people that you reach out to in a lot of cases are going to be busy. I mean, a lot of us are busy. We have a lot of things going on, whether you're just really busy with work or busy with work and family or extracurricular activities, whatever it might be. But you kind of want to have a scope so that, you know, as you're talking to the person, um, they get a sense of, okay, what what are you looking for? Are you looking for um, maybe, a, you know, an hour here or there? Are you looking for some some ongoing type of mentorship? But more importantly, like, what are you hoping to get out of it, right? Are you trying to avoid mistakes? Are you trying to get some guidance about, you know, what's the what what should I be doing in this job such that I can prepare myself for the next job? Um, maybe it's as simple as, hey, I have a big meeting coming up and these are the kind of people that are going to be in the room. This is kind of the expectation. What are some of the things that you think I should do? Or what are some of the things that you think I should avoid? And so again, you, you, you know, if you approach somebody around, you know, Hey, will you help mentor me in some way? Make sure that you, you're clear in your mind, what you're kind of hoping to get out of it. And, and you can kind of lay out a scope that you'd like to see. And, and again, there may be some negotiation that goes on because the person that you're reaching out to may not have a lot of free time and, and that's okay. Right. Um, in some cases they can continue to help you in some cases, you may say, well, look, if you can't help me, maybe do you know somebody else, right? So don't be afraid um, that if, you know, you reach out to somebody as a mentor, if they can't help, but if they seem, you know, genuinely interested in helping um, to say, hey, you know, do you, do you know anybody else? Because a lot of times <clears throat> people who have gotten to a reasonably good place in their career know other people, right? So that's the second piece is, you know, A, B, make yourself known so you're not completely an unknown commodity. Number two, um, you know, know what the scope is of what you're trying to do. Number three, 
you know, explain to the person that you're reaching out to why you're reaching out to them, right? Is it, look, you know, are you saying, look, I just don't know anybody else and you're the only name I know? Okay, that, that's fine. That's honest. Um, but maybe there's certain aspects of of that person, that mentor that that interest you, right? Maybe it's, hey, I've seen this work that you've done. Hey, I've seen that work that you've done. And I'm really, um, that's really interesting to me, right? Um, you know, and I'd like to emulate that, or I'd like to understand how you went about doing that type of work, right? So, you know, have done some homework about the person that you're asking because, uh, again, you know, they're they're trying to figure out who you are. They're trying to figure out how much of your, you know, of their time are they willing to give. But they're also trying to understand, you know, what what makes you tick? What, you know, what interested you to, to reach out to this person, right? So you want to do that. And then, you know, the last piece of it is, um, you know, don't be afraid to reach out to multiple people, right? And, you know, especially when you're young, um, you know, your, your natural inclination is to sort of go, well, you know, nobody knows me and, I, you know, I'm really kind of doing whatever lower level kind of work and maybe these people are, are too busy. And what you've got to keep in mind is, you know, you're probably not going to get some, uh, you know, super high level senior vice president to be just be your mentor. But I will say, you know, from my own experience, sometimes if you just reach out to somebody and say, look, I just wonder if I could get 30 minutes of your time, if I could come by and, you know, bring over a lunch and we could sit together um, and, and I could just pick your brain on a couple of questions, right? Um, I've actually had that happen a couple of times in my career, right? I've, I've been able to reach out to somebody, um, you know, I was very specific to, you know, recognize that I didn't have any big expectations. I simply wanted to pick their brain about a couple of questions, Um you know, and, and I'm super willing to, to do whatever it means to, to find some time in your calendar, right? So, you know, you, you want to, you know, be, be persistent, um, be willing to, to take some chances, um, you know, because to a certain extent, you're, you're conveying to that person that, hey, you know, I'm, I'm willing to, to bet on myself, uh, but I'm going to need some help. And, um, you know, so, so those are the kind of things that, that you want to kind of have in mind. It's, it's essentially, you know, a lot of a checklist of like, do your homework, right? You're, you're asking somebody for their time. You're asking somebody um, that you may or may not know terribly well. Um, you know, but the flip side of it is, you know, be, be, uh, be mindful that at some point, maybe your persistence is a little too much, right? You reach out to somebody, you reach out to them, you reach out to them, you, reach out, you know, you reach out three or four times. At some point, maybe it feels like it's a sales thing. Um, you know, in some cases, if you're really trying to reach out to some higher level person, you may have to go through their executive, uh, assistant or admin or something and, and, you know, talk through what's going on. But anyways, those are some, some guidance I would have. Again, you really, you kind of want to know what you're trying to do, why you've picked somebody. Um, don't be afraid to have more than one mentor. Maybe you've got somebody who helps you with professional development, another person who helps you with career guidance or, um, you know, maybe you share some stories with somebody else who's a colleague that you know is is working with somebody. Um, you know, mentorship doesn't have one direction. It doesn't have sort of one perfect way to to make it work. Um, in essence, it's a it's a relationship, and you've got to be willing to invest your time. Um, you know, probably significantly more of your time to make it work. Um, and and then when you get a chance to actually talk to them, you know, have done your homework, have some questions in mind, but. But be willing to listen. You know, go in there knowing that um, a you want to explain what you're trying to get out of it very clearly, so that the person can help you as quickly as possible, or or take in what what's going on with it. Um, bring 
bring problems, but also, you know, bring, you know, what, what do you think? What do you think maybe the ways to solve the problem, right? Don't, don't put the problem on the mentor completely, right? You, you know, it's the same sort of thing you might do with your, with your manager, right? You don't want to just bring your manager problems. You want to bring them, you know, an understanding of a problem situation, but also potential solutions. And the, the solutions may not be right. They may not always be things that you can implement. And you want to take that same mindset with somebody who is potentially willing to, to mentor you and say, look, this is, this is my situation. This is what I've tried to do. Um, this is what I'm thinking about. What do you think? Um, so again, you, you want to have done your homework, but again, you, you're, you know, you want to be as good a communicator as you are a listener. Because again, a lot of times the, the insight that you're going to get from your mentor is, is incredibly valuable. And uh, you want to make sure that you're listening, right? You want to respect their time, respect their their input, and you know. And then you want to you want to be somebody who hopefully follows up and says, "Hey, look, this this was helpful," or uh, "I really tried to do that," or "I tried to implement that, and it didn't necessarily pan out." Uh, maybe do you have another suggestion or something like that? So, anyways, all those things are um, you know things to think about. Again, um, the mentorship process really begins by by being somewhat visible. Don't, don't hide in your cubicle. Don't be the person who, you know, only sends one word response emails, like make yourself visible in in what you're trying to do, especially if, you know, as you're going about trying to find a mentor, the assumption is you're somebody who, who wants to take better control of your career. Okay. Enough about trying to find a mentor. Let's talk about, um, maybe potentially being a mentor. Now, the flip side of this is, there's a couple of different ways you can think about it if if you potentially want to be a mentor. Um, you know, the most obvious one is somebody comes to you and says, hey, I have some questions. Can I get some of your time? Um, they may directly, you know, they may or may not directly come out and say, hey, I'm looking for a mentor. They may just say, hey, you know, can I pick your brain? Uh, you know, can I can I get some of your time? I want to some, run some ideas past you and so forth, right? So you you have to decide, hey, am I open to those sort of things? Or, you know, are, are, are you not going to make enough time to make it worth both of your time, right? And most importantly, the last thing you want to do is sort of say that you'll help mentor somebody and then sort of like half-ass it, right? You're sort of, well, I'm not really paying attention or I'm not really responding back in a reasonable time. So you need to figure out, am I willing to make some sort of commitment to somebody who's reached out to you? You know, the second thing is you you need to sort of determine, you know, are you capable of helping this person, right? Do you do you have the skill set? Do you have the experience that's going to be valuable to them. And if not, um, you know, can you help put this person with somebody else who maybe has a better skill set, maybe better experience, right? So, you know, you want to be, again, these are very much two-way interactions. These are, these are two-way streets, right? You're, yes, you're willing to share your experience. Yes, you're willing to listen, but you want to make it worth their time. You want to make it worth their while. You don't want to, you know, just sort of take it, you know, with, with a, you know, a set of ego and go, well, they're, they want to hear what I have to say, right? You, you have to be willing to say, look, I'm, I'm, I'm making an investment in wanting to make you better, right? Otherwise, you might as well just be a message board person going, well, that's a bad idea. I would never do that or, you know, whatever. But if you're willing to be a mentor, you have to realize that you're putting a little bit of, of your want to help see them succeed. And, that might mean, you know, giving them great advice. It might be, you know, some cases just being a really great listener and letting them, you know, be a little bit of a, of a psychiatrist or a psychologist, whichever one, whichever one is, is the one that's a good listener. Um, you know, the second thing is you want to go into it with a reasonable expectation, um, 
of, you know, what, what the expectation is going to be, right? Is this person coming to you again? Are they coming to you for a job or are they coming to you for, you know, mentorship? Um, you know, w- what, what do they maybe expect from you, right? Are they hoping that you're going to help them choose what should go next? Um, and that's a conversation you want to have up front, right? Like, what do you feel comfortable helping them with? What do you, what are you willing to, to put your reputation on the line for, right? Um, so you want to, you really want to have that conversation. And then I think the biggest, the, the last thing that's, that's super important, um, and there's probably a lot of other things as well, but, um, you know, you, you really want to determine, uh, how, you know, just, just as you're hoping they've come to you with a, some structure of what they want, what, how, how do you plan to help them? Right. What are, what are the things you're planning to do? Are you, uh, you know, is it mostly just conversation and listening and, and giving advice? Um, are you willing to take some time to maybe put some, some things together that, that tests the person that challenges the person that puts them in an uncomfortable situation such that they can learn and grow? Um, are you willing to do things like allowing you, allowing them to shadow you, uh, for some aspect of your job, right? Um, that may or may not be feasible to do, but maybe, you know, you can, they can be on a call with you. Maybe they can help you work on a project. Maybe you can offload some aspect of what you do, uh, to somebody. Now in that context, you know, be careful, like this person's not signing up to be your intern. Um, but maybe there is an opportunity for you to say, well, why don't you take a, you know, I'm gonna let you look at this thing, take a chunk and and, and go run with it. See where you're going to go. Your expectation probably shouldn't be that they're necessarily going to do the work, right? You should still expect to do that work yourself. But, um, you know, just giving people exposure to certain things um, can be really, really valuable. Um, but you need to sort of plan that out, right? Like you sort of need to know what what can I bring to the table? Um, and then, you know, the last piece of it is as a mentor, you really need to sort of establish and then have an ongoing sort of dialogue of, you know, what's, what's this relationship going to look like? Uh, is it going to be a, is it a one, one or two kind of phone call, you know, zoom kind of thing? Is this something that, you know, depending on the person's goals and what they hope to get, is this something that, you know, might, might be a three month, six month year long process. And maybe you, you know, you only check in periodically, but you know, again, it, it's a two way communication. It's, you know, what do you think you could do? How do you put yourself in that person's shoes? Um, cause maybe it's been a while since you've been in their shoes and you really need to do some homework as to, you know, what's it like to be a, you know, modern growth marketer. What does it mean to be a, you know, modern software developer? What does it mean to, to lead a team now that's, you know, works from home? What does it mean to, um, you know, whatever that, whatever that thing might be that they're trying to do, you may have done that years ago, but you may have to, to reeducate yourself in order to put yourself in a situation in which you can be valuable to that person as opposed to just, passing along, you know, old, old tales from, you know, from years and years ago. So again, everything about the sort of mentor mentee process is, is a two way street. Um, you know, you, you want to give as much as you get, you want to, you know, get as much as you give. Um, but you know, you, you want to kind of want to set some of those expectations and, and, you know, you, you want to determine like, how do we, how do we make this better? Right. Cause again, if, if all you're looking to do is just help somebody find a job, introduce somebody, make an introduction, that's great. Right. That's a, that's a very different process than the sort of mentor mentee process. And, you know, again, both of them are super valuable, especially in uncertain times. Uh, but you want to have, you know, some, some pretty clear, um, you know, layouts of what's going on and then realize that, you know, as things evolve, uh, especially if they're, you know, kind of a longer process, there might be, 
a lot of, of things that you didn't expect. And, and that can be really rewarding. Um, you may, you know, decide that you need to bring in some other people to help this person. Um, you may, you know, be able to, to kind of cross pollinate with, with other people that you know are doing mentorships and so forth. So, um, you know, a lot of these things come back to communication skills, um, you know, clear understanding of what each party's trying to do, uh, what their goals are, what they're willing to do, holding people accountable, you know, all those sort of things that, uh, you know, are kind of fundamental people things that, um, you know, sometimes we forget in the technology world. But uh, anyways, I hope some of that was helpful. Um, like I said, I, I've, I've been on, on both sides of this. Um, in some cases, very directly, you know, I'd asked for help or somebody would asked me for help. In other cases, sort of indirectly, right? Somebody just sort of took me under their wing and, and, you know, allowed me to shadow them quite a bit or allowed me to take on projects that I probably was weighing over my head on. And, and uh, you know, they allowed me to, to run with it. And um, so anyways, it's a, it's a rewarding process. Um, it's definitely something that, especially in uncertain times, um, you know, can be really valuable. But again, um, you know, as I mentioned at the beginning, uh, it's something that, you know, probably shouldn't just pop up on people, right? You, you want to have done some homework. You want to be, you know, somewhat visible to them so they know what, what to expect out of you as a person and your work, that work ethic and, and goals and all those sort of things. But, um, yeah, it can be really, really rewarding. So hopefully some of that was valuable. Hopefully some of that was useful. Um, you know, if there's, there's any questions about stuff, you know, again, you can always reach out to us show at the cloudcast.net. Um, you know, just, uh, you know, questions and suggestions and stuff. So, Anyways, I'm going to wrap it up. I hope everybody's having a good week. Hope everybody's having a, a good start to June and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to The Cloudcast. Please visit thecloudcast.net to find more shows, show notes, videos and everything social media.